Good morning. It's Monday and we made it to another week. Does time seem to slip away and you are left holding pieces of your day, but nothing to show for it? You go about your day running yourself ragged, look up at the clock only to find that it's four o'clock and you have no idea what you're doing for dinner. And then you look around and see the house is a mess, the kids are going wild, and you wonder, what actually got done today? Why am I so tired? Going through your day feeling like you are just spinning your wheels doing everything, but accomplishing nothing is all too common in the mom world. If this is you, I see you. I know what you're going through. I've been there too. And there is a way out. Let me help you. Hey mama, welcome to Restored Mama. Do you wish your days didn't go by in a blur because you are so busy? Ready to kill it as a homeschool mom trying to juggle home, family, and business as well? Does it feel like you're just trying to survive the day until you put your kids to bed? Do you need a time management strategy to balance it all? Hey, I'm Jen. I too was a mom that was trying to do it all but accomplishing nothing. I too felt worn out and brained and wished for freedom and balance in my life. I wanted to enjoy life and live out the calling God placed on me. But I kept telling myself life was always going to be this busy and I would never escape being that hot mess mom who lost her identity to motherhood until I found structure and time management strategies that actually work. In this podcast, you will find ways to prioritize to help you balance it all, learn habits to bring ease in your day, God-centered conversations to help you focus on what is really important, and ways to enjoy motherhood so that you will be able to go to bed feeling accomplished and loving life again. Warm up that cold coffee, kick up your feet. You deserve a break. I have a couple reviews that were posted that I want to read to you all. It makes my heart so happy to hear from you. I personally read each email, each review, and each comment left in the community. Hearing how this podcast has blessed you, helped you, is why I do what I do. Leave a review and you could be featured in an episode as well. Jay Brumley says, love Jennifer's easy to implement strategies for moms. She offers practical tips and personal stories that have me coming back for more. Highly recommend for any mom looking for a refreshed mindset around home and family. And Heidi Joy says, feels like sitting down with a friend. Eyes have watered while I'm cleaning the house or driving. Good encouragement, real life and wonderful. Look forward to each new episode. I hope she makes hundreds. Thank you so much for your reviews and thank you to everybody else who's left reviews as well. It just makes me so happy and so blessed to be able to read how you all feel about my podcast. I spent many years just flying by the seat of my pants when it came to trying to get everything done. The more I had on my plate, the less I got done. I was constantly in a high mode of stress trying to get everything done, but nothing would be getting done because I couldn't manage my time. It was the same day after day after day. My to-do list would just keep growing and I kept getting more stressed. I would go to bed at night feeling defeated as though I accomplished nothing that day other than spinning my wheels. Yet I know I did so much, but I had nothing to show for it. I want to talk with you today about time management. Time is our biggest commodity. We can't earn more. We can't get it back. And it's fleeting. So we need to make the most of it. As a working and or homeschooling mom, there are so many things that we want to do to be able to enjoy and remember with our precious kiddos. But we have so much we have to focus on that it can feel like we can't enjoy our time with our kids because we have this never-ending to-do list that just continues to grow. And the more we cross off, the more it seems to keep growing as if it's evolving and expanding on its own every time we cross off a completed task. How is that even possible? 
Let me give you a little hope. There is a light at the end. It doesn't have to be like this forever. You don't have to go through the rest of your days spinning your wheels, feeling like you're getting nowhere. I did that. It's not worth it. We need to get out of that cycle. Let's go through six ways to create a time management system. So no matter what your days are like, you can keep your sanity. You can feel accomplished and you can make progress on that ever expanding to-do list. Before I figured out how to actually have time management in my day, everything would slip through. I would forget to do important things and I'd be doing things that really didn't make a difference. I felt like they had to get done, but because I had no time management and my priorities were off, important things weren't getting done and I was letting people down and I just kept spinning my wheels and getting nowhere because I couldn't get out of this cycle. These six ways to create a time management system will help you get out of that cycle, but give yourself a little grace as you go through this because it's not going to happen right away. It is going to take a little time. It's going to take you retraining your mind. So number one is do a brain dump. I've talked a little bit about this before. I actually learned this from Chelsea Joe. I linked Chelsea's Joe, Chelsea Joe's site in my show notes because she's just amazing and she is like system queen. So I talk about systems in a little different way than she does, but she is like very detailed and amazing. She taught me how to do a brain dump. I would do brain dumps before and it would just be like a long to-do list and it didn't work. Doing a brain dump is getting everything out of your brain, clearing your mind out, getting it out on paper, but then you organize it and you sort it and you do something with it instead of just having this paper floating around. So to do a brain dump, Just take a pen and paper and whatever comes to mind that needs to get done, write it out. Once it's out on paper, you can sort it. You take everything that is top priority needs to get done immediately, write a number one by it. Everything that needs to get done but isn't top priority, number two. Things that need to get done eventually down the road. Dreams of getting it done. Like I've talked about my my chairs that I am building. I still haven't done anything else on them, but they're still on my list and someday I will get to them. That would be a number three. So you have your one, twos, and threes, and now you know what you need to make a priority and get into your week. You add those ones into your calendar, and then when you have extra time, you can plug those twos in, but at least you know the most important things are getting done. And that takes me to step two, is use time blocking in a planner You take the chunks of your day and then you add in what happens during those chunks in your planner. So you have your morning routine block, you have your AM block, you have your work block, you have your PM block, and then you have your nighttime routine block. Each block is designated to a specific type of thing. So my morning routine block is all for me. It's when I do my power power hour of work. It's when I record my podcast. That's part of that that hour of work. It's when I do my devotions. I'll have my breakfast and my coffee. I'll get a workout in. Uh, That morning routine is when I do everything for me to start my day. And then we have the AM block and that's all for me and the kids. Breakfast time, not my breakfast, but the kids breakfast. Cleaning up the kitchen, throwing in a load of laundry. Homeschool is in that block because we try to get all of that done in the mornings sometimes errands, little things like that, but it's always kids are involved in that AM block. Then work block, that's when the little boys are taking their naps and Georgia does some independent homeschool stuff. If she's got her homeschool stuff done, then she can go do whatever she wants, but that's her 
own alone time and I get some more work done or I get stuff done around the house. But that's a kid-free work block time, as kid-free as it can be with littles in the house. You know how that goes. (laughs) And then I have my PM block and that is family time. I don't do work. I don't do anything like that in that block. Everything is involved with family during that block. That's when dinner, uh, a lot of times we'll sit down and we'll watch a movie after dinner together just because we like to sit and cuddle and that's kind of some quality time that we like to spend or we'll play a game, something like that. Then we clean up after dinner, reset the house for the next day. And then I have my nighttime routine block that is after kids go to bed. It's usually when I spend some time with my husband I might finish folding a load of laundry if I didn't get that folded earlier in the day, but typically it's just, that's time for me and my husband. So that is the time blocking in my planner, a very quick snippet of of what it is. And within those chunks, you add in your number ones and your number twos. And if you have some time, you add in your number threes. I do have an episode I talked a little bit more detail about the time blocking system. If you want a little bit more help with it, feel free to send me an email, give me a call. I do have coaching sessions available and I can actually take some time individually and walk through and help you with the time blocking system, how to do a brain dump and actually time block your day for you. So that way you can see how it works and get started on this. Number three is create a routine for your every daily and weekly tasks. What do you do every day? What do you do every week? Every day, You should be doing the dishes, loading the dishwasher, unloading the dishwasher, cleaning the kitchen counters, things like that. I do laundry every day just so it doesn't build up. So that's on my everyday routine. There's certain things that I don't do daily, but I do weekly. So what do you do weekly that gets done every single week? Well, I do my meal planning for the week. I do my grocery shopping weekly, sometimes bi-weekly if I can get away with it and And then we have daily tasks like feeding the animals, taking care of horse poop out in the pasture. That's a daily, at minimum, weekly task. So I have these routines for all the things that I do on a regular basis, and I follow the same routine every time. So it just is almost autopilot. So for example, dishes. We have the same routine for dishes in the kitchen every single day. In the morning, I unload the dishwasher. So that way during the day, we can load up the dirty dishes so it doesn't pile on the sink. At night after dinner, the dishwasher is loaded and full. We run the dishwasher at night so that way it's ready to unload in the morning. We follow that same routine every single day. Load and run at night, unload in the morning. And following the system helps to keep the kitchen cleaner. It's less work for me in the long run because it's just done on a routine basis. And I don't even have to think about it. And then the days that these this routine doesn't actually happen, it really throws me off because, oh, we forgot to run the dishwasher last night. Now I can't unload it in the morning. I have to run it in the morning. I can't unload it until the afternoon when it's done or during my work block when I should be doing other things, but now I have to unload the dishwasher because it's finally done running. So it just really messes with the day if you don't follow the routines that you set in place which goes to number four, you have to stick to the routines. So once you set these routines for your day, you have to stick to them. If you don't stick to them, it's not going to work. Number five, get rid of the time suckers. I'm not talking about people. I'm not talking about your kids. Keep your kids. Get rid of the extra time you spend scrolling through your phone. Social media is a huge time sucker, and I'm not going to go on my tangent on how I feel about it. 
you should set your phone down and keep it away from you. Just go check it maybe every hour. See if you got a message. Don't keep it on you. Don't walk through the house holding it. If you start paying attention, you're going to notice you probably have your phone on you the bulk of the time of the day. It's either in your pocket or in your hand. Have a home for your phone. Set it there and keep it there. Now, I do have a little cheat for this for myself. I have an Apple watch that's synced to my phone. So if I get a text message, I can just look at my watch to see if it's an important thing that I need to respond to. Or if I get a call, my watch alerts me. I just glance down real quick to see, is it my husband? Is it my mom? My dad? Is it somebody important that I need to talk to? If it's not, then I'm not going to respond right away. And I really don't even read through the message immediately. I'll wait until I want to take the time to go read through my messages. Really? What is that important that can't wait for an hour? Your kids are with you. Your husband is probably at work. What's so important that can't wait half an hour or an hour for you to check your phone? Think about it. A big eye opener is if you sit down and you ask your kids, am I on my phone very much? Just ask them point blank. What do you think they would say? Do you think they'd say, yeah, you sit and you look at your phone all the time? Or yeah, sometimes I ask you questions and you don't even notice that I'm talking to you because you're looking at your phone. What would they say if you asked them about what they notice with your habits on your phone? Get rid of the time suckers and phones are probably one of the biggest time suckers. And number six is get the family on board. So you've created all those routines. You've done your brain dump, your time blocking system and your planner. You've created your routines for your days and your weeks. You are going to stick to your routines. You're determined this time. You figured out your time suckers in your day and you've gotten rid of them. So you're not wasting all this extra time. Now you have hours extra in your day because you figured out those time suckers. Now you need to get your family on board so you can actually have the help to stick to the routines. If you're the only one doing it in your home, it's going to be really difficult to stick to to the routines that you've set. So get the family on board, tell them the routines that you're doing so they can help, so they can pitch in, give them the routines that they can be a part of. And then if a routine isn't working, dump the routine and figure out something else. It's okay. You don't have to keep a routine if it's not working. Sometimes you just need to sit down and reevaluate the routines. If it's just impossible to stick to a specific type of routine that you've created, then maybe that routine isn't the best one for you. Maybe you need to find something different or adjust that one a little bit. But when you have the family on board, it's going to make a huge difference. You'll have the help and you'll have a little bit more of a determination to stick to those routines because you have people around you that are helping you and pushing you to stick with this. These six ways to create a time management system worked for me. I've seen it work for other women. I have taught and I know it will work for you. So stick with it. Give it some time to become habits in your day. And soon your days will run so smooth. And when you do have those rough days, we all do. No matter how well run your life is, there are going to be those days that are rough. It's so easy to pick back up and get right back to it the next day if you have these routines in place. Those rough days won't set you back anymore because you know what to do. You have a routine you can jump right back into to get you back on track before the chaos has time to take over. Send me an email or a message in the Facebook community and let me know what your routines are or the routines that you want to create. Let me know what you need some help with. I can't wait to hear from you and we will see you on Wednesday. 
Thank you so much for hanging out with me. If you liked the episode, please take a moment to leave a review. This helps to get Restored Mama out there into the world to help more mamas like you find the joy and freedom in the restoration God has waiting for them. If you like Mama's show, leave a review. It will help her get seen. I would love to hear your story, where you're at, and what you're hoping to learn and gain from Restored Mama. Send me an email at restoredmamapodcast at gmail.com to fill me in on your journey. I can't wait to hang out with you again next time. Until then, I hope this has blessed you today, and I can't wait to see what God is going to do in your life.